You start screaming, hey, we need power. We are currently walking through Santa Monica, the streets of Santa Monica. Second Street in Santa Monica. We're going towards what possibly might be the pier. We got a few hours between now and when Yachtly Crew will be performing on stage. So we're looking for perhaps a pub, some some fun restaurant on the water or nearby to hang out. Possibly drink a couple of beers. Possibly. Possibly drink. Eating some food. Good food stuff. Right yeah. Promenade is that way. There's more stuff that way. Or we go. Promenade is more like fast food stuff right here. Yeah. Okay. A lot of restaurants. Plan check is really good. Let's go there. It's really good. Let's go. Wherever fills it. <laughs> I can vouch for their food. It's really good. Oh, the dates? Yeah. Wait. Wait. Hello, Kurt's podcast. Yes. This is Thomas Gardner Jr. Oh, yes. Buy his album. When is that going to be out? It's already out, but I'm working on a new one, too. And uh, that one will be out sometime later, 2018. Oh, Holy across. shit, we could cross diagonally? God, it, it'll be out mind. in 2018. We're crossing the street diagonally, everybody. We're, this is like crossing into a different dimension. It really is. It really is. I can't believe this is uh, allowed. My goodness. <laughs> What's the name of your new album? Uh, it's untitled as of right now. But I'm t- if you got any suggestions, I'm open to them. Oh, that's good. I'll let the I'll keep the brain juices flowing. What uh, What was the name of your last album? Uh, Songs from the floor. And where where have you put it? Where have you put it out there in the world for people to find it? It's on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Bandcamp, uh, in your mom's basement. No, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's amazing! So I go into the basement mom, and I'll find it. Sure. <laughs> so now people can go on to Spotify and there's your song right there. Yeah, just look up Thomas Gardner Jr. I have plenty of songs. Continue McDonald's greatest hits. Have you? <laughs> right next to Doobie McDonald's greatest hit. <laughs> oh, this is where we want plan check? Oh. This is it. Here we go. Plan check. We will talk to you more later. walking on the Santa Monica promenade. We just got done eating $17 vegan burgers at uh, some place. It was astonishing. It was astonishing. Um... So now we're just, we got a couple hours just to uh, spend before the show. More details to come. 
with further developments. So we have stopped at this uh, place. I don't know what it's called here. It's good. There are fish up on the walls. Uh, lots of nautical themed stuff, but the, key, the thing is, is that where we stop here, Kato Kalen is right near us. He's in the booth right next to us. So we're doing everything we can to try to not um, try to not talk to him. No, not yet. It's quite, quite intriguing when you think about it. He's carrying basketball. Right here's your water. Yeah. Oh, cool. Rob is uh, tempted to say, hey, let me have a screwdriver with extra OJ. You can have as much champagne as you want, but they do not use the cell phone. So Christian uh, just said a brilliant, a brilliant, brilliant. Uh, this is just amazing. We're uh, the new, uh, the uh, we're here behind the scenes here. We're about to go on at about 5:30. It's 5:11 right now. 5:30. We're going to. We're going to uh, go on stage here, and there's a. There's like a TV back here, and Tommy was changing the channels. And I said, "How the hell are you changing that?" You know, I didn't see that he had a channel changer. And then, um, and Tommy's like, "Oh, I'm doing it with my mind." And then Christian goes, "The channels are changing us." That's the sound of ice falling. It's an ice machine. So I thought that was very profound. The channels are changing us. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Hey, thanks so much for this intro. Uh, do you mind if we use it in one of our episodes and give you a shout out for making it? I'm walking home from work right now. I had no idea this feature was even on Anchor. Uh, I pressed the button. I thought that I had something in an inbox that I didn't know I had. And I heard the song and it's great. So thanks. beautiful day in the neighborhood I'm about to hop onto a uh, Uber really soon here and uh, I got another Yachtly Cruise show tonight today's Thursday the 10th so tonight we got a show usually usually every Thursday we're at the Rose in Pasadena tonight we're actually at Stillwater Spirits and Sounds in in Dana Point, that's the second place that we ever played Yali Crew. That's the sem- second place that Yali Crew ever played. First place, I believe, was Burbank Bar and Grill, and then the second place was Stillwater Spirits and Sounds. I'm looking at the app here. It looks like a there's sort of a 
some kind of thing going on with this uh, this Uber fella here. I think he's turning around. Maybe he's in the Jersey Mike's parking lot or something. He was grabbing a Jersey Mike's. Hey, how you doing? I'm Jersey Mike. How you doing? I'm New Jersey Michael. Hey, my friends call me Jersey Mike. You can call me New Jersey Michael, okay? We make all the Italian beef sandwiches. We got euros. We got, uh, you know, you like it. If it's a meat product, we got it. We got, uh, you would not believe it. This is duck-billed platypus meat. My uncle is an exotic, exotic, uh, let's just say, meat enthusiast. He brings out all that stuff here to uh, to Jersey Mike's. Like I said, like I said, yeah, my friends call me Jersey Mike. You could call me New Jersey Michael, okay? That's for you. That's for you. That's for you. New Jersey Michaels. We got pork, pork products, pork uh, meat products. We got the, the poultry, of course. Poultry. Is this him? Is this my Uber driver? They. Hello. Here we go. About to start another amazing, uh, another amazing journey, another amazing Uber journey. Oh, you probably want to get the back there. Oh, gotcha. Oh, hello there. Yes, please. So what do you like to do outside of Uber driving? What do you like to do? Uh, music engineering and uh, getting, getting the dog training also. Dog training? What kind of dogs do you train? I don't train them right now, but dog's a dog to me. <laughs> oh, gotcha. So, uh, so like what kind of training stuff do you do? Are you, you like for movies? You can make them like open refrigerators and stuff? More so on the obedience and uh, dog shows and protection work. Oh, okay, okay. So keeping the dog nice and well behaved. Yeah. That other stuff is just extra. It can happen, you know. That, yeah. But that's not the. I wouldn't train a dog just myself. I wouldn't shoot for it. Train a dog just for movies. Mm-hmm. But those are those are skills that you you have and stuff. You well, know, like you see in the movies where a dog's nodding its head or it goes yeah. over and gets something. Like you know how to do that stuff. Yeah, I just get my dog to know when I was little. That's awesome. It takes time, that's all. That's always fascinated me. Like, whenever you see in the credits and it says, like, bee wrangler, and you go, oh, my gosh, that person has a relationship somehow with those bees and can kind of train them and to do stuff. And, like, that stuff, that just fascinates me. And then you're a sound engineer, is that what you said? Music yeah. engineer? Yeah. And then uh, what kind of, what are some of your favorite projects that you've worked on so far? Um... Oh, interesting. His name is with the, still with the K. He's out in the L.A. area. 
still on the lower level. He says So is so uh, when did that album come out? His that mixtape came out about a year and a half ago. And that's available on on the internet somehow. Yeah. Oh, that's all, cool. All them. What What's the name of the album? It's called Self Titled Nobody. Oh, it's self titled. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, and what What would be your ideal kind of genre to work in? It doesn't matter really. Oh, okay. Music is music. <laughs> So Which you know all the different... Things, yeah, you just gotta... It's, it's, it's all sound, you know. It's, I love it all, honestly. Have you ever worked on a country album? Uh, not a country album, but I did a country song and won it once or twice before a long time ago when I first started. Oh, that's cool. Who are some of your big influences? Um, definitely... Do you, do you have any uh, recordings, any samples of any of the stuff you you mixed that you worked on? Not with me right now. Maybe done uh, jazz? Yeah. Jazz. Did you go to school for it, or is this something that you just kind of learned over time? Uh, I went to school, I went to get mine. Oh, okay. I met some people from there. They're all good people. Back in 05. So what are your thoughts about synchronicities? Synchronicities? Yeah, like coincidences, deja vu, those kinds of magical things in the universe. Uh, it means something. Mm-hmm. When just you don't know, just don't know what it means. How do you, so would you say that those are things that you, you sort of welcome into your life when of you course. see them? I welcome everything. What <laughs> was the last sort of example that you can remember where you... You know, you might have thought about someone and they called you, you haven't talked to in a long time, or thinking about a song and someone who was singing it. Mm. Do you know when the last uh, time something like that happened? can't say. Uh, definitely within the last two weeks, I would say something like that. Oh, within the last two weeks? I don't remember it, you know. Because I don't dwell on the actual event of it. Uh, oh, gotcha. It's just, just telling you something, you're right where you need to be at. That's a good way of putting it. Do you find that uh, those those moments that occur, um, do you notice them directly connected to, let's say, for instance, you were think you were thinking about someone, and within you know the hour or within you know a day they end up calling you. Do you ever play with the idea that perhaps you might have caused it to happen? It's a fun one to play around with. I don't feel it that way. It's just uh, you gotta just take it as something and move on, keep on moving forward because it's so much of the present. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I think like that, I'm going to wandering away. I don't feel like I'm wandering away from the present. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. That's a good way of putting the key it. Key thing is to be present in the moment, observe it, and take it in. That's true. You know, I feel it's just something.
protecting someone or myself, you might try to look back and see the connections and see where something went wrong or whatever, but no harm. Keep moving, like I said, just to let you know that you were in the right place at the right time. Yeah. Do you ever notice that the, uh, you'll experience a few of them in a row? Not really. That hasn't happened. Yeah, he he lives in an interesting little spot. It's a it's sort of tucked yeah, tucked around behind. Oh, that's what it was. That's yeah. right. Yeah, because I remember his uh, his apartment kind of faced the freeway. Oh, very good, very good. So, what, what would you say would be like your dream project? What would be like the uh, like the you know? A genie pops up and says, "Hey, what would what would be the ideal thing you would be doing?" I don't know. I think I really want to get into breeding the dogs right now. That's why my mind is kind of really on. I still love the music, still do it. More on the production side than anything. I rather, as far as music and entertainment industry, I rather sit back and all through the internet, you know put my stuff up there and they buy it or they want it or whatever as far as industry and most industry people um, my, big, my thing is right now just building my uh, kennel building a kennel and going to school for the training how big of a how many acres do you think you'd like to one day have with with a bunch of dogs on it That's awesome. Now, do you primarily do dogs, or do you, do you also do other animals? I do just have to do the dogs. Like, I haven't done it. I haven't um, went to school for anything. It's just something I'm getting ready to do within the next couple months. But, um, yeah, just dogs are probably more than likely. Do you have any, friends? Any other dog, that I, any other animal that I would have around would be just so that the dog would be more acclimated to more situations. Mm. Different animals. Like cats. Something real, like kind of low maintenance, just to have around so the dog is, you know, introduced to something else. <coughs> what kind of uh, <clears throat> techniques do you use to get better in tune with the, with the dogs? Uh, like I said, I haven't gone to school to go do to do it in a professional, to true professional with myself. It's just time. I know, so I have dogs all my, all my life, all my youth. It's just time, really, teaching them something. Every time you're around them, you're, you're they're learning something. Every time, so you have to keep that in mind. And it's, it's all time, you know. It's, it's always the same technique, you know. It's a matter of what we'll, humans will call baiting or whatever, I guess. But just, you know, rewarding them. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm actually, you're, you're dropping me off at my buddy's house. I'm in a band with him. We sing uh, yacht rock music. We're in a band called Yachtly Crew. I'm going to give that to you in case you ever want to check out our videos. We're playing out in Dana Point tonight at a place called 
still water spirits and sounds and uh, we also just sing love songs like Hall and Oates, Steely Dan, Michael McDonald, all those great love songs and just a lot of great positivity shows up to the shows. It's so, so exciting. We're so grateful. We just had our first out-of-state show in Denver recently. Oh, yeah, right here. Uh, let's see. Oh, to the left. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're coming in backwards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, man, it's just so much fun. And... Uh, Every the first Friday of every month, we're at uh, the Viper Room on Sunset Strip, which is another fun thing. That is very. All right, man. You take. Oh yeah. Good luck with you and all of your uh, the dog, your dog talking and stuff. Take care. And there you have it. So we are here. You're you're on the Inspirato Projecto podcast. This is a oh, whole brand wow. new thing. What's going on? Sorry. <laughs> this is Devin. We are here at the Rose in Pasadena. How long have you worked here? Uh, since November, so almost a year now. And so you do uh, what you do all aspects of the sound, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, monitors. I've done front of house before. I've actually done lights too. So. <laughs> so you're very well rounded at this point. I would like to think so. Now you're in the band Ambrosia. What is this? Antenna for wireless. Antenna. Yes, I am. Sorry. <laughs> A-M-B-R-O-Z-A. Yes. And then how, do, how are you inspired? What uh, inspired you to, to make that name? Um, funny story, actually. So we were trying to think of a bunch of names back when we had the original lineup. And so I wanted to name the band Event Horizon originally. Oh. But everyone else wanted to name it some something stupid, like 14 grams or something like that. You know, we reference. And so then we were all like, all right. Well, how about we just make up a word? And so we all kind of agreed, like, something around, like, Amber and Rose. And then we just kind of made it up. So it's like Ambrosa. So Amber Rosa. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's great, man. It's got a great story behind it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> every every band name has a story behind it now, doesn't it? Isn't that interesting? It's like a lot of time. That would actually be, I think, a great show if you were to go... Because how many times do bands get asked, where did you get your name from? You know, tell us the story of that. Yeah. That in itself could be its own series. Exactly. You know, like, okay, where do they come up with this name? Like Led Zeppelin or Pink Floyd yeah. or who They're knows like, what. Oh, well, I just liked it. It's like, I'm sure there's more than just that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, because some of these bands, they could have it could have taken them m- months or weeks or mm-hmm. who knows how long to try to come up with something. Exactly. So, oh, thank you. <laughs> um, so how many songs would you say that Ambrosia has created so far? Uh, we have... So when we originally made the record, we wanted to do 12, and so we wrote 12, but the 12th song never made it onto the album because it was too long, and we would have had to pay to do drum tracking. It was like 16 or 18 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. It sounds like a very epic song. Yeah, but we, none of us remember how to play it. We all, we just scrapped it. But um, we're making a new song to commemorate re-releasing the uh, album. Oh, good. Yeah, so we're going to make a whole new song. So it'll be back up to 12 again, but at the moment it's 11. And so um, you make all your music in your house, don't you? Yes. yes. What is, what's some of the equipment you use? Um, I, so for guitar solos, I track that through Axifex. But like my lead guitar, my rhythm guitars, I track it back home through my Marshall and my Laney. Um, bass, I just take like a straight DI. Um, vocals, we do at my house as well through like an SM7B. It's a Shure mic. They use it to like record like 
Thriller and, you know, things like that. Yeah, it's a good mic. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> and then um, for drums, I normally, I have a friend who owns a studio. I'll bring your guys the stuff, uh, I'll bring you silver and stuff. Oh, yeah. But my friend owns a studio where he does drum tracking, so what I'll do is I'll pay him for, like, a certain amount of time, and I'll go record the drums there. Oh, wow, that's yeah. great. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So when when do you guys think that, because um, right now you're still looking for, a, 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 like, a drummer drummer, right? Yeah, like an official band member, not a hired gun kind of deal. Um. Because I just heard, so I so I understand that your your new bassist, his name is Tarzan. Yes, and he's just as excited about your music as you are. Ah, uh, I think he might be more excited than. <laughs> what is that astonishing, or was that pretty cool to come it's, across someone who's like totally into the music? Yeah, because it's really rare. Because you know, when you look for people out in LA, a lot of people just want to skip the steps of working towards the dream. They just want to get there. So a lot of the times they don't want to be like, oh, I don't want to commit to a band and I don't want to have to do all this. I want to just get paid and play shows. And, mm. and I'm like, well, you got to work up to that point. So it's nice to have someone who's like dedicated to put in the work. But not only that, also shares the vision of wanting to get to that point at a certain point in time. Well, it sounds too like you guys have a good rapport too. Yeah, we, we try. We try. <laughs> because we, um, we're, like, we're trying to make it different. Because, you know, the whole point of starting a band is to make music that you would want to hear, you know? Yes. Like, you don't want to start a band to sound like everyone else. Yes. You know? So for our music, we like to um, have our songs be vastly different from each other. So we do that kind of like in themes. Like, we'll sit down, we'll be like, all right, we want to write a new song. What should it be about? And then once we get the idea of what it's about, we kind of write a song based around the story, and then the lyrics fit in with it. So it's like the lyrics are a story, and the music itself is also a story. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Now, how would you uh, describe, if you were to th put it into a genre, if you if you had to, what kind of genre would you put in? Oh, that's okay. I'm going to talk to you next. <laughs> well, um, I categorize it as just progressive, but... You could call it progressive metal, you could call it progressive rock. It depends. It's all, you know, who's listening to it, because, you know, I may say progressive metal, but you might say it's not heavy enough, so it's progressive rock, you know? So I just put it in progressive and let people argue from there. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, now, um, do you, do you, have you, I, you've uploaded it to SoundCloud. What do you, what, what do you put it on under there? Do they have a progressive category for that? Yeah, I believe it's like, they do it like hashtags, like Twitter. So I believe it's under like progressive metal, metal, rock, and I think melodic metal also, if I remember correctly. But those now, are all going down soon and we're because we're redoing the album again. So we're re-uploading the new and improved album, yay, with the new track. So. <laughs> It, people might get a kick out of hearing those those, those seeds of, oh, yeah. you know, the demos of where they started. Well, I'm probably, what we're going to do is we're going to take it off the band page, but it's probably still going to go up under my SoundCloud. Oh, gotcha. My own, like, personal SoundCloud. Just because, you know, like, for what it was, you know, making it in your crappy little Hollywood apartment, you know, it's like, it, it sounded good for then. Of course, now, you know. <laughs> so, but I'll probably take it down from the band, put it up under mine, and then we'll just... See where it goes from there, you know? <laughs> when do you think you're going to be finished with your, the, you know, the ultimate final production? I want to say sometime in July. It was going to be June, but, you know, being here all the time is totally taking up all my time. So I want to say sometime, like, end of June to, like, mid-July is when you could expect it. Fantastic. Now, where, where specifically can people find you? Because I'm going to... 
It sounds like the music is starting, and, I, and it's going to get hard to hear. Yeah, um, we're going to upload it to our Facebook page. And then on top of that, I think we'll have links in our Instagram. And then other than that, it's going to be on our Bandcamp, SoundCloud, things like that. So Cool. In addition to, if you guys are listening to this, if you want to hear any of their music, I played one of their songs on uh, Inspirato Projecto Radio, which can be found in the archives. Uh, if you go to kchungradio.org, they have um, an archive section, and then you search in there, search under Inspirato Projecto, or you can also go to inspiratoprojecto.wordpress.com, and I've, I've got it in there, too. Um, so, yeah, make sure you check those guys out. And, Devin, do you have any parting words? Um, the only thing I really have to say is, like, don't get discouraged when it comes to following your dreams. Like, I know it seems hard, but it's one of those things, it's like, once you give up, then the dream truly dies. If you always work at it, even though you didn't give up, eventually something will happen. You'll keep growing, you'll keep getting better, some more people will listen to it, you'll eventually find your niche, and then... Hey, you may not make millions of dollars, but you're still living out your dream. So That's a brilliant way of putting it. As long as you feed it, exactly. it will have food to keep living. Exactly. <laughs> That's great. Dude, Devin, thank you so much. Thank you so much. So you're speaking pig Latin? Try it. I hey, I may, a may, c a, all pay, eight pay. Day, uye. Wow, I think you just invent invented. Earth cray, earth pay or Ni a hata a love k ozre ang play at ye akre. Ooh, that's good. If way at li ye ru kwe. Could you tell what I said? That's art. That's art. Could you tell what I said? I tried to follow along. Did you? What I you said Polly you said Kurt is Stony Shores, Paul is Polly Shores, and oh, shit. And they're in Yachtly Crew? Is that what you said? Yes. At Ate Hate Ub Clay. At the club? Yeah. Ozray. That's good. That is good. I had this possible idea for a movie where a guy is always following his buddy around, taking videos of him, doing live Instagrams, live Periscope, documenting his life, taking photos of him, putting him up there on the internet. Folks are thinking he's crazy, he's hilarious, they love his comedy, you know, he's great, he doesn't have very much uh, self-esteem. Maybe he's living with his mom, um, and he doesn't feel good about it. However, whenever his friends are with him, they always his buddy always records him and puts him out there on Instagram. 
So the guy's like, oh, come on, come on. Oh, he's trying to block his, you know. Whenever he realizes that he's being recorded, he stops. Um, you know, it's like the frog uh, that dances and sings. Come on, hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my brother. Gal. He'll do that just fine. <laughs> However, when you go, hey, everybody, check out what's going on. This guy is, this frog is singing. He's quiet. Ribbit, ribbit. He's quiet. So, um, when, when the guy realizes he's being recorded, he shuts up however when he, he's got to be caught candid, candidly, basically. So his friends are kind of putting him out there into the world, and he's becoming famous just by being himself and just being who he is. So it's ultimately an, uh, a, the big lesson at the end of the movie is authenticity. It's all about authenticity, just being who you are. We're going to talk to Faith, also a member of Ambrosa. Her partner is Devin, who we talked to earlier. <laughs> no, I'm good for now. Thank you. Are you able to talk a little bit? Yeah. Okay. I'm good. So, okay, so we, we are here talking with Faith. We just talked to Devin earlier. This is so kick-ass that we both work here at the Rose. <laughs> so kick-ass and you're musicians, and I think in the future you will, sooner than you realize, you will your band will be playing here, honestly. Thank you. So... He was telling me about the fun, the process that you went through. I, I want to hear your perspective of coming up with the band name Ambrosia. Okay, so it was basically all Devin, really, but he like he really likes the band Ambrosia, and from what I understand, like as soon as like he was like Ambrosia, and then I was like Ambrosia, and like he was just like yeah, and I was like that sounds pretty cool. Like when I first uh, when I first joined the band, it was. They already performed it, and they already had the name. So, like, I came on pretty late into the pr production of everything. But it was still a lot of fun to to be a part of that. Just because, like, Ambrosia, like, I don't know how many times I've come to tell people, no, not the old rock band, the new rock band, Ambrosia. <laughs> the new rock band. The new rock Ambrosia. band, Ambrosia. The Z, ladies and gentlemen, the Z. <laughs> Z, not S-I. <laughs> so, um... Now, how long were you two just working together before you actually involved other musicians in your project? So, um, basically, though, we started. There was an evolution in our in our makeup. So we first started out as a five-person band, and then as we were going through, because everybody was, all the people in the band except for me was at MI, and so everybody kind of disbanded to. Oh, go so back that's to how they all places. met each other at MI. Yeah, they all oh, met cool. each other at MI, and then I met Devin at a concert. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Can you yeah. tell that story? How'd you meet him at the concert? Which concert? How'd you meet him? What was the okay, whole circumstance? Okay, so we were, um, I was going with my friend, Coat, and we were going to go see a local um, Simi band over in, um, where, where was it? It was over in, I'm trying to think, farther down. <laughs> Do you remember the name of the band so we could, we could promote them as well? Um, that would be... If not, that's fine. Yeah, I can't think of it. It'll come right to you at some point. <laughs> yeah. So you were out there seeing the band, and what happened? So so we were out there seeing the band, and it was just me and my friend, and like he has long hair, and he met up with older people who were all headbanging, and I was like, okay, old people, go over there. And then so I was kind of on my own, and then I saw these rowdy kids, basically, over on the other side, because they were around the same age as me. Devin's only like a year or two older than me. And so what ended up happening is I was just I just wandered over there and I was like, hey guys, and then we all started <laughs> hey like guys, we were yeah. all rocking out and having fun and then I overheard. So you had Devin. an immediate connection right away. Yeah. Well, we were listening to the music and like going along with that, and then um, 
I overheard Devin talking about the fact that he needs, he's going to need a new singer soon for his band. And I was like, hey, I'm a singer. <laughs> so just and, right yeah, away. You... Just right away. It was just like, bam, right then and there. And then he's like, okay, so we'll test you out, see how everybody likes you. You know, that type of thing. Normal audition stuff for bands. And this would be my first official band that I'm actually a part of. That so is it's, cool. it's lots of fun, and um, we're making really good progress, and I can't wait to see what happens next. Have you always, have you always envisioned being a part of a band? Oh, yeah. I've been... <laughs> I've been dreaming of being a rock star since I was like in elementary school, like probably like fifth grade. I've always thought so you visualized it for a very long time, yeah. and now you're living in the reality of that. Yes, that um, it first started out as me just being a singer in general, and then I was like, wait a second, I can be a rock star. I started listening to a lot more rock while I was going on to my into my later part of my childhood, and so what ended up happening is. Um, I just kind of did like tiny little things here and there. I started out in choir and I joined the the church choir for a little bit. And then as soon as high school happened, I was um, I was a part of like a worship team, which is kind of like a band type deal. So like I had a regular gig every Sunday where I just was singing. A, I was a backup singer. So, so you were always in rehearsal, always always utilizing your your. Yeah. Using, using your voice all the time, yeah, always exercising I've it. I've been singing since I was like seven. And like, um, it was kind of a natural quality of mine just because my mother and my father were both singers also. So it was just kind of born into my blood. And um, I made, I, I've always had big dreams, so. <laughs> and what's so great is that you allowed yourself to believe so much in the dream that, you know, you decided to choose a mindset that, that, gave birth to it and, and helped grow that dream. Yeah, definitely. Um, when when it really started, uh, it was I was going to start a band with my best friend from middle school, and I ended up moving away. So, like, it was a slow uptake, but it definitely, I was always out there trying to get something started. So, like, I've always made it a, a goal of mine to help as many people as I can with whatever talent I have. It's just amazing. Now, who are some of the influences you would say our Ambrosia is kind of rooted in? What are some of the influences? Um, well, we we like to think of ourselves as like a younger version of Dream Theater in a way, but in a different way. Can we go way. a little this way? I just yeah. realized it's getting a little loud. Yeah. So who, who are some of the bands? So Dream Theater is um, one of the first original um, progressive rock bands that mm. were out in, I think, the mid-80s. And their music like was very experimental. And the way they did it, it was just like they thought of really good things and just put it into to display. And it worked really well for them. And Devin, Which is really admirable, isn't it? To just dive into, okay, well, uh, this genre, we're going to do this. Maybe this is sort of like a western kind of genre maybe this one is more of a yeah. uh, ambient you know you know yeah, synthesizer definitely, definitely and um yeah so dream theater is a very big contributor into what we do another one would probably end up being like kill switch engage just being for the fact of their presence and how they hold themselves is a really good way of saying it <laughs> so when you're when you're putting music together um do you visualize like the, the stadiums and or amphitheaters or, you know, different venues and different, you know, out there in the world that you can imagine your band playing in? Well, for me, I've always thought of it as a more personal matter. So I think of, like, the smaller aspects of oh. the thing while Devin thinks of the bigger parts. Uh, that's why we work together really well because he has big dreams and so do I. We just have different ways of showing it. Um, 
for, for my visualization, I think of how am I able to connect with the person that's right in front of me. Right. So, like, like I was telling you about the fact that we, we're going to be very theatrical in how we do our, or do our presentation of our music. And so, like, I'll be connecting with the audience. And that'll be, that's my thing. I connect with the audience and I, like you guys do, I bring them on a journey with me, depending on what it is. So, yeah. <laughs> what, what do you, do you imagine this being a, because you were talking about theatrical, you know, uh, do you imagine it being like one of those huge stages with like, who knows what involved? Like I mean, freaking, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, what immediately, immediately pops in my brain is like, you know, the Pink Floyd concerts where they got like the flying pig through the audience and, you know, like... Yeah, Can you I imagine think, bringing that kind yeah, of aspect into it? If we actually get it sounds that. like your music is very it's very dynamic it's extremely it, dynamic. It's, it's dynamic and it's very fantasy based. Yeah, so a lot of it is fantasy based and a lot of it also has to do with like personal problems that we're dealing with ourselves or like how we can really put our own like hearts into it. So Devin being the main composer at the moment, he he really focuses on creating a story. And I'm to put the words into it to make it more personable. So, yeah. <laughs> that must be so much fun, huh? The fact that you two live together and you're able to just collaborate on this project whenever you want. You know, let's say it might be 3 p.m. You're like, hey, I got a, uh, I got an idea for riff. You know, and all of a sudden he's like, oh, yeah. yeah. And then he runs and he gets his guitar. Yeah, definitely. And it was uh, fun creating the really recent music that we created, which was um, Utopia and Autocratic Vaticide. Those two were us actually working together and creating something brand new. So when we were doing that, he uh, he was like thinking of all these things, and I was like, okay, what about this? <laughs> and so it was really fun to be able to collaborate like how we did, and it's great that we have really good communication and really good chemistry as well. It seems like you two feed off each other really well. Like you're you're willing to you know you, in addition to accepting uh, each other's ideas, you also add you're also willing to add onto them and keep keep them growing. Together. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So like. Devin is like kind of like a musical genius while I'm more of like the idea genius. So what ends up happening is like in the very beginning we were actually going to make a, um, a music video for one of our songs and um, I was getting, getting the idea of how we do it. <laughs> so like if, if we were really to break down our, our setup right now, Devin creates and composes all the music and he's really good at that. He, he has great eyes for that and ears and brain and everything for that. While me, I'm more of the, I can bring the public into it. Like, either through Facebook or through, I, I'm the person who does all the public stuff. And just setting up all the technology, technology, technological stuff. <laughs> so you two have sort of created this working Frankenstein yeah, of sorts. Yeah, definitely. And plus you got your new bassist, right? Yes, yeah, so it's so exciting. Um, we call him Tarzan. His name's Andreas. But uh, he he brings in a new type of energy to it. Like, he's very excited to see what happens with it, and he's very dedicated to the cause as well. So it's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's cool. It must be exciting to, for this brand new person to enter into something you have created with your friend and here. They're just as excited about that dream as you are. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> it's very exciting. So what, what are some, um, 
what are some what are some places that people can either hear the Ambrosia music or any other projects you're working on? For instance, do you draw? Do you do you take photos? I'm, like, I'm what artist. other stuff do you do outside of of, of this? So, um, along with the Ambrosia project that we're working on right now, I'm also we can find that on YouTube. You can find that on any basically any public site that can show you music is basically where you'll find us. Um, also, I'm an, I am an artist. I draw. I write. I sing. I do all I cosplay yeah um, I haven't set up personal like a personal business for that type of stuff yet but once I do it'll be it'll be very nice for your art do you have an Instagram or a deviant art page or any uh, any any source like that that gets it out there for the public eyes yeah I do um, right now it's on my personal account for my um, Instagram and on my Facebook but uh, soon I will be setting up a actual set up for it. Are so. you okay with giving away any of those? Any of the way of those? Um, yeah. So if you ever try to find Faith Conti, you'll find her under Angel of Dark Flame with no spaces in between. <laughs> it's cool. What, what are some of your favorite subjects for drawing? Um, I tend to do a lot of abstract work along with um, a lot of still life as well. So um, one of my major ones that I really enjoyed doing was a um, still life of a lily. It was a nice red lily, and um, it, for some odd reason, like, I had just, like, the inspiration to do it, and, like, I was just like, okay, time for the picture. <laughs> do, you, do you paint as well? Yes, I paint. Um, all of my paintings are, like, how I was explaining, abstract or still life. And then for my drawings in particular, I'm more of a, uh, either I do, like, psychedelic work, or I do personal, like, portrait stuff as well. But it's like in a cartoon version. <laughs> what do you What do you like to What kind of medium you like to use to paint in? I actually use all sorts of mediums. I'm not really one to keep on one specific one. Um, I also really like mixing my mediums. Like the last art, last project I worked on was with Sharpie and pastel, and uh, that was on a canvas. I actually used a full-on canvas that you normally paint on, and I I just like drew it out. <laughs> do you have a special spot where you paint and draw and stuff, or do you kind of move around at different locations? Do you go outside? How do you what What do you feel is most inspirational? Well, depending on my mood of the day, <laughs> um, most times I stay in my room to create my art. But then I also we live in Santa Clarita, so we have a beautiful view of the mountains. So whenever I really want to be inspired, I just sit outside on my porch. So you can see the mountains from there? Yes, I can. <laughs> Are you a fan of Salvador Dali by any chance? Yes, I am, definitely. So he grew up out in, a, they call it Ketakwaf, you pronounce it that way, or uh, Port Ligat. And so a lot of his paintings, they, they show the same sort of uh, landscape, because he lived right there on the beach there, and you'd see those see those same rocks in there yeah. do you ever paint those rock those the the mountain scenery that you see do, do 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 recreate those in any of your paintings well in one of my paintings i actually took from another personal experience of mine where i was where i was um going on a hike and we we're over in the um i think it's called the valdez rocks over in santa Cruz, and it's actually really well known because like kurt cameron was on there for star trek and that area, yeah. Okay, so okay, okay, Vasquez okay. Rocks. So this is the same place. Yeah. Vasquez Rock, Star Trek was there, um, and a bunch of other. So you went up there. So yeah, I went up there with my friend um, just for the shits and giggles, and um, 
as I, w as I was um, drawing, like I, like one of the other days, I was just kind of like doodling and doing my own thing. And um, I just got the inspiration to like draw one of the specific rocks that I saw. So I ended up doing that. How cool is it? You had that connection with the rock and you, the rock's like, I want, can you please go ahead and draw me? And you're like, yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. And you, you put it there in the book and now it's reverberating throughout time and space for that particular rock. Yeah, definitely. It will forever live in the memories of those who see that photo. <laughs> for sure, definitely. It could become one of those big posters that like these people put up above their, you know, above uh, their, their fireplace or something. Yeah, it could definitely be one of those things, yeah. definitely. Okay, so I, I gotta stop here because I gotta start getting dressed, but um, are, what, what are the specific places people can find your stuff? You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and if you want to listen to any music, you can find us on YouTube, Bandcamp. You can just look up the um, Ambrosa Official or Faith Conti, C-O-N-T-I. Dig it. Thank you so much.